Good morning, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Grizzly Bear Bets podcast on the Grizzly Bear Blues Podcast Network. I'm your host, Chase Bobbitt. Today is Sunday, December 4th, 2022, and the Memphis Grizzlies are in action tonight against the Detroit Pistons. Big thank you again to Matt Gill for stepping in last minute for me on Friday. I had some unfortunate personal situation I had to deal with, so I appreciate him on short notice stepping in, giving you guys some picks, and allowing you guys to listen to the podcast. So with that being said, full transparency, I was unable to watch the game against the 76ers. I saw the Grizzlies did come out with a 117-109 win. They covered that minus 4.5 point spread, and the over 218.5 did cash in that game. John Morant led the way for the Grizzlies with 28 points and 8 rebounds. Joel Embiid had 35 for the Philadelphia 76ers. So really that's all that I can talk about there. Again, just because I didn't watch the game, um, I'll give two play of the games for the game tonight against the Pistons uh, to make up for the play of the game that I missed on Friday. So honestly, besides that, just really getting into the game tonight um, in Detroit, as I said before, Grizzlies are currently a seven-point favorite. Over/under is set at two twenty-eight and a half. So, Stephen Adams and Jake Laravia are both listed as day-to-day for the Grizzlies. I believe Stephen Adams is listed as questionable, and Laravia is listed as doubtful. So, I would ninety-nine percent be sure that Laravia is not playing in this game. Stephen Adams, um, I would expect to see him. I think it was just some hip soreness, so I would expect to see Adams tonight um, when it comes tip. So. Pistons will be without star man Cade Cunningham. He's missed the last 12 games for the team with a shin injury, I believe it is. So they, they're used to playing without him at this point. And at this point, they're really just trying to tank. Um, though that game against the Mavericks, which we'll get into in a second, would suggest otherwise. But I think overall, the, the Detroit Pistons are still in a, in a tank for one by Nyama situation right now. So the Grizzlies minus seven. As I said, we saw the Grizzlies cover both double-digit spreads against the Pistons last season. I believe it was 13 and 11 were the two spreads last season. When the Grizzlies played the Pistons, the Grizzlies covered both, one home, one away. This will be the first spread that's under 10 since May 2021 when the Grizzlies and the Pistons meet. So Detroit is two, three. Or sorry, Detroit is two and three against the spread in their last five games. They are 12, 11, and one so far this season, which is actually 14th in the NBA, which is a bit better than you'd expect. With that, I would say that a lot of it has to do with, I mean, they're not a bad team. And look, going into the season, they were kind of that team that, you know, the league pass team that everyone wanted to watch, that everyone was excited to talk about. And then when Cade went down, that kind of took away a lot of the excitement. Still a lot of good players on the team, a lot of players that are exciting to look forward to. Um, obviously, for for everyone in Memphis, Jalen Duran on the team is an exciting addition. And then Jaden Ivey and is in in my opinion, one of the most exciting rookies in this class and then obviously has the connections with John Morant there. So two good players to watch out for tonight, uh, just young players if you're just looking for you know something to watch because I do think that the Grizzlies will blow out the Pistons tonight. Um, the Grizzlies, on the other hand, have covered in three of their last four games, so kind of starting to move in the right direction. Still not great against the spread for the season, still a negative number against the spread for the season, but they'll look to kind of near closer to 500 tonight. Uh, speaking of that game before with the Pistons, they did beat the Mavericks in overtime. We saw Killian Haynes have, in my opinion, the best game of his career. He had 22 points, eight assists, and hit two threes on the night, two for four from three, so 50%. I know Kevin O'Connor, um, for anyone who listens to the mismatch with Chris Vernon, is a big Killian Haynes fan. I cannot say the same for myself, but... He did a job. I don't expect him to do the same tonight. Um, 
as he did in that game against the Mavericks on Thursday. And with that being said, we saw the night before, uh, the game before that, the Pistons lost by 30 points to the Knicks. The Knicks had 140 on them. So I think that's more of what we're going to see from the Pistons tonight. I don't expect anything too crazy. Memphis has been an away favorite eight times so far this season, only covered in two of those games. So this is a game that the Grizzlies on the road can get right against a team that is very depleted right now, a team that really doesn't have much hope, a team that doesn't really mind losing games like this. So I like Memphis to handle business here and cover relatively easily, You know, get out of Detroit with a win and maybe rest some guys towards the end of the game, hopefully. So minus seven is a play there, over under 228 and a half. So for the last five games between these two teams have gone under the total for that respective game. The Pistons are 24th in the NBA in points scored and 29th in points again. So they don't score a lot of points and they give up a ton of points. So that equates to a bad basketball team, which is exactly what the Pistons are, like I've said. I like the over here, which is is weird at 228.5 with a Pistons game. I think the Grizzlies do, you know, majority of the heavy lifting themselves. I wouldn't be surprised if the Grizzlies hang 125, 130 on their head tonight. Um, you know, so if they can get to 100, 105, that should be enough to push this game over. Um, Detroit is a very bad defense, like I said. Let up 140 against the Knicks. I just mentioned that as well. And the Knicks aren't a great offensive team. And the over/under is seven three and one in the last 11 games at Little Caesars Arena, the home arena for the Detroit Pistons. So. A lot of points scored at home when it comes to the Detroit Pistons, so I like them to continue that trend. Um, and the over 228 hits tonight, in my opinion. Next, this is one of my two play of the games, and I've been um, dying on this hill all year, I guess you could say, in the Grizzlies' first quarter. Luckily, I've been off of the Grizzlies' first quarter the last three games because they have lost the last three first quarters. I think they've lost every first quarter in the last three games by exactly one point which is unfortunate, um, especially after that 44-point quarter against the Pelicans the other night last week, which was, I mean, just a crazy display of offense. Since then, they really have simmered down it to start the game, so I expect an emphasis by Taylor Jenkins tonight to get off to a fast start, and for that reason, I like the Grizzlies minus 2.5 for the first quarter. Uh, I expect them to be up 5-plus at the end of the first quarter, honestly. So that's my first play of the game. I love the... You've, you've heard it many times. I love Grizzlies first quarter, and I will continue to play that until it bites me. And I decide to move off of it. So Grizzlies first uh, Grizzlies first quarter minus two and a half is my first play of the game tonight in Detroit. Looking into some player props for tonight. Now that that market is open, I had to wait a bit to ref- to finish this recording. I like Jaron Jackson Jr. over 17 and a half points. I highly considered this as my second play of the game for the night. But last minute, decided to change my mind. So hopefully that doesn't end up making my... Uh, I hope I don't end up regretting that at the end of the day. But Jaron's averaging 19 a game so far this season. He's been putting up all-star level performances pretty much every game. He's been amazing this season. And in my opinion, if he's playing at this level, the Grizzlies are serious contenders for the NBA Finals, especially when Desmond Bain gets back into the mix. Um, from Jaron's perspective... He did not play well against the Pistons at all last year. He only averaged around 11 points a game. So I expect him to come back with some big performances uh, against the Pistons tonight and then just continue this run so far this season. The 17.5 point mark that he has tonight, he's only hit, not hit in two games so far this season. So he's hit in five of the, the seven games he's played so far this season. So I expect him to stay on pace, play well tonight and continue that scoring streak that he's been on. He was extremely efficient in the game against Philly on 
Friday, he had 22 points in 26 minutes, 7 seven for 12 from the field, 2 for 5 from 3 to go along with his 9 rebounds and 4 blocks. We'll talk about the blocks in a second, but Jared Jackson Jr. over 17.5 points is my next play for a player prop. My play of the game, which like I said, was Jaron Jackson Jr. over 17.5 points, but I switched it to this play after looking a bit farther down in the points category for the player props. That is Bojan Bogdanovic over 19.5 points. So Bogdanovic this season, very interesting scenario. He's in signing with Detroit, then signing an extension with Detroit. Where he's really going to be used for the Pistons long-term, I have no idea. I don't know if this is one of those things that they want a veteran presence to get them some wins, teach the young guys the ropes, or if this is one of those things that they are going to use as a trade asset because I would assume all 16 teams that will be in the playoffs would love to have Bogdanovich on their roster. Solid player, someone that I think a contender will be willing to give up a decent amount for, honestly, just for some scoring and a player who can do a bunch of different things for them um, in the playoffs. So especially someone with playoff experience like Bogdanovich does have. But for the time being, Dwayne Casey loves him. He plays a ton of minutes. He played 41 minutes the other night against the Mavericks. He had 30 points in that game. He's averaging about 20.7 points per game so far this season. So, I mean, whether or not he's playing for the Pistons' sake or for his own personal trade value, either way, he's putting in great performances pretty much every night. And you know he's going to play a lot of minutes, especially without Cade in the lineup. He's the main guy in terms of scoring the basketball. So Bogdan, Bojan Bogdanovich over 19.5 points is my second play of the game and my next play for tonight. Two more for the game tonight. The next one is Jaron Jackson Jr. over 2.5 blocks. He had four last game. He's averaging a little over three blocks per game so far this season. 3.1 to be exact. Um, he would be leading the lead in block, leading the league in blocks so far. But when you look at ESPN right now, Miles Turner is technically averaging the most blocks per season so far, blocks per game so far this season. And Jaron's only played seven games, so I guess he just doesn't qualify for the game threshold needed for him to be in that statistical ranking. But he's been awesome um, defensively all season. I think even with the Lack of games to start, definitely in the all-defense race. Um, I don't think defensive player of the year is is attainable just because of the number of games played, but if he were, were to have started the season, he'd definitely be in that mix as well. Um, so, yeah, I, I just think that, you know, continuing to go on that uh, – that hot pace in terms of the blocks he has gotten over 2.5 blocks in five games so far this season of the seven games he played he had zero blocks in the Knicks game which was very strange and then in the Timberwolves game he only had two so I like Jaron Jackson Jr. you're also getting plus money on that I believe it's plus 135 for the two and a half, over two and a half blocks so love that play I think that's another one that I really consider for a play of the game but for plus money didn't want to put it as play of the game but I think that's a great lean for tonight if you're looking for something a bit different and lastly for the night i have first field goal type exact mark grizzlies two-point shot minus 115 so essentially you're not betting on the exact player to get the first basket but you're betting on the team to get the first basket and the type of field goal that it will be so the grizzlies and i was going through the games and i was looking and i was like this is the first time i've seen this on um DraftKings in terms of like this actual bet Offered it probably has been before, but I just haven't noticed. Um, Grizzlies first first field goal type Grizzlies two pointer 
has hit in the last seven Grizzlies game in a row, which is crazy. I kept going through like play-by-plays on ESPN to see how the first basket went for the Grizzlies uh, games. Last seven has been a Grizzlies first basket two-point shot. So Grizzlies, like I've said many times and I've talked about first basket in general, Steven Adams is going to win the tip pretty much every night. I can't think of a time that he wouldn't win the tip. I guess Isaiah Stewart will be tipping for the Pistons tonight. But either way, Steven Adams is always going to win the tip nine times out of ten. And the Grizzlies like to get get some kind of action going to the, the basket early on, especially without Desmond Bain. Pretty much, you know, it's going to be John Moran attacking the basket for a layup or for a lob to Steven Adams or Jaron Jackson Jr. So I think for minus 115, you're getting great value in that. You're going to get the shot. It's just whether or not it goes in. And just the three-point shooting on this team right now without Desmond Bain isn't at a level that you would expect a three-pointer to be the first shot this team takes. So first field goal type Grizzlies two-pointer, minus 115. I absolutely love that tonight. I think that's a fun one, a different one that we have not talked about so far on this podcast. And I think that's a good way to wrap up this episode. So thank you guys, um, especially with the flexibility and everything going on. With the stuff that happened um, personally for me, so I'm happy to be back. Happy to be on the on the picks for tonight. Make sure to follow the Twitter at GrizzBearBets. Make sure to follow my personal Twitter at ChaseBob at nine. And then, as always, make sure to follow the Grizzly Bear Blues Twitter at SBN Grizzlies. Thank you again to Matt Gill. Make sure to follow him as well on Twitter. I will see you guys for the next Grizzly game, which is tomorrow night at home against the Miami Heat. So I'll see you guys then, and have a good night. Thank you.